Hello and welcome to Punt Counterpunt, the pretend debate show for real magic cards. It may be a new year, but the only thing Nelson and Wheeler have resolved is that they're still up to their old tricks. First up, which mana sink should you go all in on before someone hits it with a doom blade? Nelson is staying true to his roots with Figure of Destiny, while Wheeler is hoping that Ascendant Spirit will rise to the top. Kids, gather around the fire. Let me tell you a little story about the best one mana Kithkin that's ever been printed. It's white. It's red. Did I mention it's red? In red decks, you need mana dumps without sacrificing cheap eaters from your curve. And in white aggro decks, you want those cards that can deal the last few points. You know, reach over and slap your opponent with eight power and toughness. Figure literally invented level up creatures and the mold has yet to be broken. This spirit warrior saved my life so many times. I feel like he must be my kin. At the very least, I'd like to kith him. So <laughs> there's snow question about it. Uh, Ascendant Spirit snows the competition. Who's running the snow around here? Uh, nobody cares about a card from a long time of snow. And all snow figure has snrown on me over the sneers. I must snowmit that. Uh, I snow it's besnow the snerve on snodern snow streetures. Wheeler, what are you talking about? What does the card do? Uh, it's blue. Uh, it's a it's a it's blue figure of destiny. It's a it's a blue figure of destiny. All right. Many good arguments on both sides. But what do you think? Are you willing to put 10 mana into our old friend figure of destiny? Or do you snow your own way with the more efficient ascendant spirit? No matter where you fall, I think we can all agree. Nobody remembers Warden of the First Tree. Next up, two heckin chonkers are battling it out to see who can save your bacon when it really counts. Wheeler's soft on bulls, but he's going hard for giant ox, while Nelson isn't even charging to defend giant badger. Bigger is better. This ox is thicker than the swamplands of Commander Discourse on Twitter and can hop behind the wheel of any vehicle, planes, trains, automo looter scooters. This baby can even pilot the Perhelion too. Not even Parhelion 1 could pilot Parhelion 2. And I'll bet it could even pilot the eventual Parhelion 3, of course, once we return to Ravnica again. Uh, again. Let's talk about the best-dressed burrowing animal in Magic the Gathering. Giant Badger has a unique history, from its original release as a rare promotional card to its sleeve-extending magic, reminiscent of a blockbuster Hollywood kung fu movie. This mammal captured our hearts and minds way back in 95 and has remained large enough to be part of the conversation today. Look, if you're trying to fight my ox and you see him on the horizon, you're just going to think, wow, that's big, but all oxen are big. But then you get closer and bam, it's slightly larger than you could have ever imagined. Your expectations are shattered. Wheeler, you make my point for me. Oxen are big. But a badger, they're adorable and no bigger than your average cute little dog. When you see a giant one, you really get the fear, you know what I'm saying? You know what? I don't. And I don't know what our audience is saying either. Why don't you out there at home put your thoughts into a paper bag and then pitch them into the compost while you listen to our next debate? Poison is making a surprise return in call time, but which card is better at corrupting your opponent's game plan? Two cards enter and two cards leave two poison counters. Nelson is going old school with Pit Viper, while Wheeler's choice is just old. All right, it's time for Pit Viper. Wait, no, that's not a card. Um, did I mean Pit Scorpion? No, I was definitely thinking of a snake. Sabertooth Cobra from Mirage. No, it was black for sure. Crypt Cobra. 
no, no. I was thinking of something that dished out two poison counters. Marsh Viper. Yes! That's the card I'm going to bat for. Wait a second. It's a four mana one two? This card sucks. Illuminating. Wheeler, do you have anything to add to this debate? Oh, well, of course I'm talking about Finn the Fang Bearer. Now, uh, this is good old-fashioned poison. Nothing infect like they have nowadays. Of course, this card has Death Touch, though. But back in my day, we didn't call it Death Touch. We called it Fright Fighting. But you only called it Fright Fighting if you were on the right tables. And of course, you know, if you did get into a Fright Fight, and when you do that, you had to use your hands. But we were touching so much poison, because of course we had to do it the old-fashioned way. Our hands would balloon up filled with poison and pus and, you know, occasionally bits of poison would fly into other people's cards and back then that counted even if it was in a different game. You know, we always used to say a poison laid is a poison played. Of course, that's gone way of the buffalo, you know, And uh, but back in my day it used to be a giant spider. That was the largest creature you could get at the time. Of course, there was also poison creatures which got around being large, uh, much like Finn, the Fangbearer. It's a newer card, although, you know, it, it does have Death Touch. We never used to have Death Touch. We instead would call it uh, Prickle Fingers. Oh, right. Look at that. We're out of time. Wait, we have a hard time limit? We're recording. There you have it. Kaldheim has already added so much to magic, and yet we have added so little. I've been your host, Kathleen. Joining me as always were Nelson and Wheeler. This has been Punt Counterpunt. Those prickle fingers will get you. Is my daughter here yet? <laughs> <laughs>